0: Welcome to an experience powered by Pipe TV.
1: Powered by Pipe TV.
0: Hi, welcome to Pipe TV. I'm Jill Foster and today I have with me in the studio a modern day renaissance man. He is an actor, comedian, author, musician, motivational speaker, and community advocate. His name is Mr. Sean Cornelius. Hi, Sean. Hello, Jill. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Boy, you are a renaissance man. That, that's, that's what some people say. I just said a mouthful. Yes, yes. But it's indicative of who you are and what you do how you tap into so many talents that you've been gifted with. Um, One in particular that I didn't mention is the Romantic Funny Man. Right, right. Can you uh, give us an insight on how the Romantic Funny Man came about?
1: Yeah, the the Romantic Funny Man title came because uh, back in 2000, I used to do a radio show in Charleston, South Carolina called The Calm after the storm mm-hmm. and um, I was just getting ready to do my first BET comic view but as far as radio you know DJs have a radio name Yeah. so I wanted to, compi- to combine something which, which was about the comedy part and the radio part yes. my thought process was to be on the morning show and be funny mm-hmm. they didn't put me on the morning show oh, they gave okay. me the slow jam quiet storm or request show, the oh, love show. And, and, so, and romance was born. Romance, well, romance has always <laughs> been there. But, yeah, that's when it started showing its rear in its head. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a romantic at heart. Yeah. And uh, so I figured it fit. So when I did Comic View, I wanted a name to stick. Mm-hmm. So I was, was dubbed the romantic funny man by myself.
0: Yes. And sticking with this Renaissance theme, yes. you are also a producer. And recently, you just had a premiere. Yes. Whatever it takes when blood runs cold. Right. Um, in collaboration with Omar Moore. Right. You guys, I I had the pleasure of being there, and I was stunned. You held it at the Regal Theater
1: yes. in Manhattan. Yes, forty. You seconds.
0: guys sold out three. Theaters.
1: Yes, we did. That is huge. Yeah, we actually sold the first hundred. We sold a hundred seats in one week. Yeah. And we started back in November, trying to give it a little early start, not really knowing it was going to sell that quickly, mm-hmm. and then we had to get another room. And then, Mm -hmm. like, at the end of December into January, there were still people asking—even up until the premiere day, there were people that showed up just to come, just hoping that we would have seats. So, up until the premiere itself, yeah, we ended up—it was over over 400 people Mm -hmm. in attendance um, for the three rooms.
0: Yeah. And what are um, you—what are you doing to keep the momentum going in that uh, respect? With the movie,
1: well, this is what post-production is about with with Mm -hmm. this with this type of uh, situation. So we actually, I secured a date for Raleigh, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. where I went to school at Shaw University, Mm -hmm. Shaw U, Mm -hmm. um, on April 25th. Saturday, April 25th, for two shows. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna take it and show it down there where a lot of my college friends are and go to the campus and talk to the students. Also, where I used to live, Charleston is my home as well. Charleston, South Carolina was my dad's home and I lived in Charleston, I have roots down there. So we're gonna eventually go to Charleston yeah, And also, um, Atlanta, Georgia is on the map. So, we want to keep it moving, but I also want to put it on media outlets such as um, possibly Pay-Per-View, yeah, Roku TV, you yeah. know, all of that stuff, Amazon, everything mm-hmm. like that. So, we want to keep it moving. Um, in that way, I'm going to put it on DVD. Yeah, globalize it. Uh, yeah, right. so we're looking yeah. for a distribution deal on it and everything. Mm-hmm. And anything and everything that the big wigs do, you know, the big companies right. make to, to make the product until it, until it kind of squeezes out. Also branching off doing other productions of
0: it. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, that sounds good. You have a lot going on yes. to keep the momentum going yes. on, on such a great film, yes. I must add. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Moving on, you also... As a renaissance man, you teamed up with Trevor Bonner. And I guess this is something that you guys do regularly. And you held a comedy spillage event at Slate in the Chelsea area of Manhattan and i again had the pleasure of attending you guys are everywhere you just all over the it place, everywhere it was absolutely amazing that's why we had to get you here in that seat to talk about it so what are you guys continuing to do in that space and can you just elaborate on how it came about and um, You could take it from there.
1: Sure. Well, Trevor Bonner, who's the CEO of Bonafide Entertainment, Mm -hmm. uh, Craig Foy is another producer. CSF Enterprises. I met Trevor over 10 years ago at a comedy club where I was performing at, and he was just there, Mm -hmm. and he he saw and he saw my act. He liked what he saw, and he wanted. He had an idea of doing his own type of show. Mm -hmm. So he wanted. He asked me if I would be a part of it, be the host of it. Blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So long story short, yes, we got together. Mm -hmm. We've been doing it. As a matter of fact, come. Coming up in, in June is our 10-year anniversary. So basically what I do— Wow, 10 years? Is, yeah, 10 years. Wow. So we do three shows annually, wow. like a first-of-the-year type show, a mid-year show, and then a birthday celebration in October, oh, okay. a Lever celebration. So okay. basically my job is to book the comedians, host the show, and mm-hmm. make sure the entertainment part of the show is tight. Trevor mm-hmm. and Craig are the administrators, mm-hmm. and again, it's Trevor's brand, uh, mm-hmm. bonafide entertainment, but we all have our own separate brands. Mm-hmm. Right. which is CSF, Only One Sun Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And we just put on comedy shows and events. You know, it's not just a show. The deal for it was to be bigger than just a comedy show. A lot of comedians and people put on comedy shows. Right. We wanted it to be something bigger, you know. Yeah. So it's an event, like you guys were there, red yeah. carpet. Right. You know, we've had a mix of uh, my band, which is mm-hmm. the Legends of Soul band. We had, we've had them in collaboration. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, the movie premiere for the trailer there. So yeah. we do all kind of some sp- special events. Yes. with it as well. So we make it as big as we can. Um, one of the biggest things we did was, before it closed down, we were at B.B. King's on wow. 42nd Street. Wow. So we went from the bottom of a comedy club in the mm-hmm. basement to B.B. King's and then we're, Slate's always been our home basically, though. Yeah. So we're we're back at Slate on a regular basis, which is a very nice spot.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Chelsea in and of itself is of a scale. little yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we get that yeah. way sometimes. Yeah. yeah we, we're there. <laughs> and you do
0: a good job at um, the diversity of the comedic, um, uh, the comedic team that performs at Comedy Spillage. Do you ever, um, well, you get your comedy in as a comedian doing your hosting, but do you ever actually do a set?
1: I haven't done a set yet. We were planning on doing—Trevor wanted to focus one show on just on me Uh because we've done it for almost 10 years and we've never done it. I've always just hosted and done some music here and there with the band. So he wanted to do it where I headlined the show, but we were in conversation about that. Um, But I just enjoy letting other people, you know, having a platform for other folks. A lot of the comedians are my friends. Uh, Just recently with the show you were at, the headliner, Mike, Brooklyn Mike, Uh is a college classmate of mine from Shore University. So I just like to have a platform that I can give other, other comics and other entertainers an opportunity Mm -hmm. So it's not all about I don't need all the stage time. I just go do my job Let it go have my fun, and that's it. Okay, you know, okay. Well, I'm
0: I'm gonna um, shift a little bit. I have a Inside track to someone who knows you pretty well (laughs) who kind of uh, you know Wanted me to ask you a few questions just to I'll say so I learned from this individual that you have a nickname that was given to you on the while attending Shore University. I believe it was the first time you attended Shore
1: University, and she said the first time, like I did it several times. Right?
0: No, no, like the very first time you were there, <laughs> right, and, right. and someone nicknamed you. And what was that nickname, and how, and why did they nickname you that?
1: Well, the only nickname that I think you're talking about, mm-hmm. unless somebody else is doing something behind my back, is uh, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear?
0: Yeah. Oh, you let me in on another secret. Okay,
1: I don't, I, I have, to, so you, you, you have to, you have to tell me. You Pooh Bear Pretty Eyes? Well, Pretty pretty Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty Eyes, it, that's okay. That Pooh Bear is my nickname <laughs> given to me from my mom. Yeah. So I've had that all my life. But yeah. Pretty Eyes, uh-huh. um, PC Capel uh-huh. is my mentor, my theater mentor, and her husband, H.B. Capel, who passed. Yeah. Uh, they were my mentors. This is basically why I'm sitting here today. When I walked into the first audition, that's the first thing she said. Um, you know, I don't know if she was flirty, but her, her husband was right there, hp yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. But it felt fine to me. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh my God, you have such pretty eyes. Your eyes are so expressive."
0: Yeah, yeah, take them off.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to see. <laughs> so I don't know if the people watching <laughs> will agree, but that's what she said. I have my mother's eyes mm-hmm. and. She said that I have very expressive eyes yeah. and that she saw something in me after the audition through my and ever since then, if I pick up the phone and call her today, she knows my voice, you she know, she's Oh my god, pretty eyes and mm-hmm. that's that's yeah, pretty eyes has been my nickname from
0: Yeah, and oh yeah. not to mention you have long eyelashes.
1: Yes, I do. I have so, not trimmed them. Yeah. They they've just been yeah, where they No are. cover girl for you? None, none whatsoever. <laughs> A lot natural.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there was something else that I learned about you. Um so you do a lot of things. You you produce and you have a bunch of characters um being a comedian and so on and so forth. But there was a particular <laughs> Character that took over your life so much so that it outshined you, Sean Cornelius. Yeah. What, what character was
1: that, and can you ex- talk about that? That character would be Mocha Black. Okay. Mocha Black <laughs> is a character that I created who just kind of just surpassed me, several a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Mocha Black is someone who's not a star. He's not. He's an entertainer, but his claim to fame was he felt like he gave singers their biggest hits. Mm-hmm. He he didn't want credit. He came out a couple of years ago. But is kind of like English-American. So uh-huh. he talks a little bit like this sometimes. He, he talks like <laughs> that, right? And he'll go into his dialogue like that, but then he'll, he'll talk American as well. Yes. Yes. So Mocha feels like he, he didn't, when he came out, he wasn't responsible for the big hit but he, he didn't want credit. So let's say, okay, for example, one of the stories is he was sitting down with Prince right. at a diner okay one day and they were eating breakfast, you know, Prince liked pancakes. Mm-hmm. So they were just talking and all of a sudden Mocha saw that it was raining outside yeah and Prince couldn't see it because his back was to the window. Mm-hmm. So Mocha was like, oh my God, Prince, look at the water. Look at the water. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's raining outside. And Prince was like, you know, Prince was, 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 was crazy, you know. and he's, started quoting stuff, he ever danced with the devil in the pale moon, all that kind of craziness. Okay. So Mocha was like, look outside there, the, the, the water is running through the light. It's, it's, it's kind of like purple, right? Okay. So it's like, kind of like purple rain. <laughs> this was before purple rain came out. So the next right. thing you know, here comes purple rain.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So he feels like he inspired Prince's biggest right. situation. right? You know, like he did with Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, it's a whole thing is on YouTube. So he has his own web series. Oh, I have to check that out. So Mocha came out, he he did an inter- Oprah. Call- Oprah ain't even called me yet. What? Oprah did an interview with him. He was on a cruise ship opening up for Dwele. People call booking wow. Mocha. I'm like, but I'm Sean. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. but he just shot past. So I had to put him on the back burner after his two years. But he's, he's doing things, but yeah. not as, you know, I had to come yeah. back and do. Well, I think I like Mocha Black, too. Well, I mean, you could like Mocha. He you guys should have him on your show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got his own. He could do his own little interview. But, you know, but that was something fun to do. And it just, it just shows you how you never know people going to take over. things. You know, like even characters, mm-hmm. uh, like Martin's characters. Yeah. You know, and all. So you never know what people are going to connect with, Homie the Clown and all these things. So it was something fun, and I was sitting home at night watching Unsung. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it, you, you kept seeing all these friends of the stars that they were talking about. So I was like, let me see. And I put on a little thing, and I put it on Facebook. And the next morning, when I woke up, yeah, I had all these responses <laughs> like, "Is Mocha gonna open up for you?" You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know. so I went with it. You know, I went with it. And, and Mocha is now his own individual. He has a Facebook page. That's incredible. He has his own YouTube channel. That is. Wonderful. And he probably has more views than I do on certain things. But yeah, yeah, he's he's and he's he's. Talented. That is. He plays the guitar. Yeah, yeah. really. He... Yeah, he took over after me. I played guitar as well. So.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, there's a little bit of you in mocha.
1: There's a little bit of me in mocha, there's yeah. a little bit of mocha in me, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I drift in it out. Mm-hmm. You know, because that accent is pretty cool. Yeah. So it's a little bit, you know, it could be a little bit sexy. Yeah, it is sexy. a little bit romantic. Very- you could say anything in an English accent, and it's real sexy. <laughs> like, I've got to go poop, right? And it sounds fantastically sexy, like, can I go with yeah. you? You know, things like that. The two have you have to do. <laughs> Okay, so uh, moving on. Yeah, hold it together, Jill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, You've been in featured in the Photography Insight Plus magazine. Yes, I was. And I'm sure you've been featured um, other places, but um, you've also been featured on a, a television network and um, for a particular um, show. This is another Insight Track thing that I learned about. I don't know who this is um, telling you all this information. Yeah, but um, the show, they featured you for the Best of the Bronx. And what
1: network was that? And can you talk about that, that a little was bit? News, yes, that was News 12 the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got that through a gentleman by the name of Tyreek Kim. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. I do know them. Right. Yeah. Well, basically, that was for the movie. Whatever mm-hmm. It Takes the Movie, When Blood Runs Cold, you know, oh, the wow. Bronx features residents when they're mm-hmm. doing things for the community or in the mm-hmm. community, yeah. and they did an interview before the movie came out on the background story of the film, mm-hmm. because the film didn't just start with Whatever It Takes the movie. It started with. Paul Baker, it was called When Blood Runs Cold. I wrote it in college. Right. And then we turned it into a screenplay when I when I approached Omar Moore about it and yeah. asked him to help me, you know, if he wanted to help write the, you know, the movie. Okay. So they came out and did an interview on the whole uh, backstory and the mm-hmm. film and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. some stuff about my uh, Shaw University College mm-hmm. career and things like that, so... That okay. was that was cool, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was fancy. It was nice. Yeah. It was nice. So, um, what does the numbers three zero zero four represent? What does that mean
1: to you? I really shouldn't put this on TV because then I might have some problems. But three zero zero four is an address. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an address. Okay. Um, I just recently. And how is this significant? I'm collaborating with Tyreek. Mm-hmm. and a gentleman by the name of Travis Milner, Traviso Milner, who's a mm-hmm. musician, and he's mm-hmm. also in my band. So we formed a corporation. It's kind of like Motown 2.0. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And because we, we have so many, you talk about me. Mm-hmm. These two brothers have so much talent within yeah. themselves as well. Mm-hmm. So I have everything that you're talking about. Tyreek has this, a great writer. Mm-hmm theatrical theater stuff. And Travis is the music portion, just like Barry Gordy was the head and had all this. And then you had Smokey Robinson, you had Norman Whitfield, you had the the, the band and everything. So it's a collaboration. We wanted to, it's just something we felt we couldn't ignore when right. I met Tyreek. And it's like, we've, we've done so many things in less than a year. Mm-hmm. We said, let's do some things together. And you're supposed right. to do that when you network and you connect with certain people who are like-minded, like-spirited, like-talented. Mm-hmm. And you just, you have to do that. So we want to give our blessings and share our blessings to the world. And these guys are just this. So we're, we're, we formed Olinville Entertainment, yeah. which is thirty oh four Olinville. That's where everything started. Okay. So So that's the laboratory. That's, that's where Yeah, that's just like Hitchfield. Yeah, that's where a lot of things have okay. come out. This is where Whatever It Takes came out of. Wow. The... Uh, that I'm mm-hmm. in, that's in prose production now. The mm-hmm. short film, which is just yeah. say I love you, which came out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another short film called Just Say I. Uh, just I'm sorry. No love without you that I okay. wrote and is produced uh, by Tyreek mm-hmm. and some music. We got a lot of things coming. So that's like the base. 3004 yeah. Olinville is the home base where a lot of these things come out or mm-hmm. are coming out as well, like Hitsville. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's going to be a museum one day, but that's that's the home. Yeah. That's the big, yeah. A lot of stuff happening there.
0: Yeah. And so um, a lot of stuff is happening with you. Yes. um, In general. You've recently um, wrote a book. You're an author. So you wrote a book. Can you um, share uh, with the viewers?
1: I just happen to have the book right here, Jill. Okay. This is the book right here. This would be the book. Expressions of Love and Romance. Uh, My first book that I wrote back in 2014, which is timeless, because it's not a story that will ever go. It's it's about my journey through love and romance from my first kiss, my Mm -hmm. marriage, my child. There's short story. I also write poetry, so there's poems in here. There's song lyrics. Mm -hmm. There are story, romantic stories. there's a wonderful picture, humbly speaking, of me on the back, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so you can go to that once you finish reading it, but there are a lot of wonderful things that I've seen in my journey and not understanding what love and romance or were, okay. um, internet dating, uh, you know, things on that level, so there's, and it's also chapter nine is the, uh, it's a good book for everybody, but chapter nine, there's a warning. Okay. On the page of chapter nine. explicit concept. That's the explicit yeah. section, but it's yeah. wonderful because it's 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 a romantic situation. Right, grown and so sexy crowd. Exa- exactly. Exactly, right. and okay. it's uh, couples can read it together. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun read. Um, my sister said it's, uh, you laugh, you cry. Yeah. You're happy, you're sad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just wanted to express. You know, yeah. again, because I, I am—I think I'm very much loaded with love and romance. Yes. And um, I love the arts. Mm-hmm. And it gives me an opportunity in a lane to express it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I wrote the book, which is available now and forever. Okay. Um, and oh. we talked about
0: the movie. Yes. And I do understand that there is additional momentum going on with the movie. Can you uh, take the opportunity to share that as
1: well? Some things fell out the book. Um, (laughs) I didn't even know this stuff was in there, Jill. (laughs) It's, It's actually... Out of the movie came the short film, Just Say I Love You, with my co-star in in the movie, Wakila. So, it's their love story that I pulled out of the movie, Mm -hmm. and it is now on DVD. And I also produced and wrote all of the songs on the soundtrack, produced with Travis Milner. So this is available. Mm -hmm. And this other little piece of thing is my comedy show. I have a comedy DVD called It's All About Love, wow. and this was filmed in the Poconos. Uh-huh. So it's a it's an inside look of what we do and what we go through before we actually hit the stage. Uh-huh. And it was filmed on Valentine's weekend about two years ago, but it's not something that it's it's really timeless. Yeah. So I did a book signing, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of stuff. I just stay busy that way, and I'm just so appreciative of um, everything that's going on and this opportunity right here because you guys. It's been wonderful since we met. You did a great job at the premiere. You did a great job at Spillage. Looking for you to come to the Spillage um, uh, anniversary show. Yes. And whatever I can do to be of help with you all, I, I, you got me, because I, I really appreciate yes, this. Yes,
0: and we're, we're looking forward to it. I'm, I mean, it's such a great professional platform to be associated with, and um, so, you know, we're we're honored and we're grateful to, you know, collaborate with you all. You know? So, um, is there anything else that you want to share that I haven't touched on because you are the renaissance man. So you do a lot. Yes. And um, I'll be here till next week trying to figure out (laughs) or talk about everything that you've done. So I figured I'll ask you as the source.
1: You know what? I I do have a show of my own coming up on another network. but you have to just check me out on my website, to figure that out. Or can I say it? Yeah. Like I say it? Bronxnet. Um, probably uh, in April. I'll mm-hmm. be doing the on Cornelius show, which will be a talk show, a variety talk show. I'll oh. have guests on from the political aspect, the music, mm-hmm. the, the arts, the, the theater, the movies. It's just going to be a fun thing. But yeah. I'll be switching around like I'll be in that seat, oh, okay. and you guys have to come and visit so I can interview you guys. But okay. um, I, I really just my website, people can go and find out on my Facebook or Instagram because I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just going to pump out so much stuff. 2020, um, it's going to be a really really good year for a lot of us, and there's a lot of content. Mm-hmm. coming, so I, I just I'm very appreciative of everything that's uh, so, so musically, everything we talked about, this year there's going to be something
0: yeah. coming. Before we close out, I, I want to ask you this just in case
1: our viewers are curious where are you born and bred? I am a Queens boy. I was born in Jamaica, mm-hmm. Queens mm-hmm. I grew up in Queens, Long Island, upstate New York mm-hmm. uh, down south in Charleston mm-hmm. and now I'm in the Bronx I'm in the okay. Bronx for like twelve twelve years.
0: Yeah, big family? Only uh, child?
1: no, i'm I'm the only son, which is where only one son comes from. I'm the only okay. boy out of five children. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I have uh, four sisters. Oh, okay, and, uh, three older, one younger, yeah. and I'm the baby boy though.
0: Do they contribute to your romantic side in terms of just that, that would being be able to watch nasty. that? Uh, no, 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 not in that
1: way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm sorry. I told you to be prepared. I have learned a lot from them uh, yeah. through growing up in a house with all with, with all women and a stepfather mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. So they have, they mm-hmm. have, they they've shaped me a lot. You know, um, I love my sisters to death. They still treat me like I'm the like I'm a little kid. You know, um, and yeah. they they have contributed. And when you pick up the book which is available now, mm-hmm. I talk about my relationships a little bit with, with them and situations. Yeah, so yeah, they are totally Where are
0: influenced. you in the mix? Are you the oldest, youngest? Second or? youngest.
1: Second youngest second youngest, youngest yeah. Okay. So I'm um, okay. oh, sort of I was like I was baby. Yeah, I was I was there for it. seven years I was the youngest.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. so okay so um, I've enjoyed chatting with you I want to give great. you the opportunity to let the viewers know how they can reach out to you follow you find out what you're doing and support you
1: so okay my website is Sean my Facebook page is Sean Cornelius you see me behind the camera uh, when we were filming whatever it takes to movie when blood runs cold that's my my profile picture uh, my Instagram is comedian Sean Cornelius 65 um, and my Twitter... Twitter is Sean Cornelius, and just you can find out where I'm at on any one of those outlets because, uh, yeah, I, I will be doing some things. Okay. Uh, anyway. Well, thanks for making me laugh. Thank you, and I'm going to find out who that was was giving you all that information. <laughs> uh, okay. It was fine. It was cool, okay. but I'm going to find out. <laughs> I didn't know I had those people in my life. Okay.
0: <laughs> You've just been tuned in to Pipe TV. I'm Jill Foster, your host, and I'll see you next time.
1: Hey, what's going on? This is the modern-day renaissance man, Sean Cornelius, and you're watching Pipe TV, and Pipe TV is great.